Sanu juggled it. Now going to throw it. Tee it up for Julio Jones. Julio's there and it's going. Welcome back. This is JC and Corey. Uh, we are going to start our top 15 Let's running backs. Oh, yes. So we are pretty excited about this. Again, we're just keeping these short and sweet. So hopping right into it, I'm going to read off uh, last year's top 15 running backs for PPR. Um, this was we had Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Zeke Elliott, Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Mark Ingram, Chris Carson. Joe Mixon, Todd Gurley, and Miles Sanders. So looking at this list, um, you kind of look at this now after having already gone through last year, and you think, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, those guys should be there. Um, but if you recall coming into the season, these are some of these guys you would not expect to be here or be this high. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Austin Eckler, who would have thought he'd be in there? Uh, I definitely would not. Saquon at 10, everybody had him at probably number one. Uh, and then you had a lot of guys that – hopped out of even, you know, the top 20. You had David Johnson at 37. Uh, you have Melvin Gordon at 23. Um, and then you have Le'Veon Bell at 16. So a lot of things can happen during the season, which makes these um, predictions fun, our top 15. I always take the approach of fantasy football that it's not as serious as everyone else makes it out to be. A lot of it's just opinion. In my opinion, you can make all the assessments you want, but nobody predicted these guys being in the top 15. So we're going to go off our, who we think is going to be in the top 15, talk about uh, a guy that might surprise us, and then possibly a rookie that may join the top 15. So Jay, if you want to go ahead and start with your top 15. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and start here. Um, Obviously, Kristen McCaffrey, I think, is uh, is the number one for, for pretty much everyone. Uh, so he's my number one. Saquon, number two. I could, I, you could make a case for Saquon and Zeke maybe number one. But anyways, McCaffrey, Saquon, Zeke, Dalvin, Kamara are my top five. And I think that's a tier within itself, in my opinion. Sure. Bit of a drop off, but not much. I actually think Derrick Henry will, will come back and have a great season again. I have him at six. Aaron Jones, 7, Nick Chubb, 8, Josh Jacobs, 9, uh, Leonard Fournette, 10. Um, that one is, I'll come back to Fournette. Fournette, uh, actually, I think you're going to talk about him, Fournette. Eckler, I have at 11. I have really high hopes for the next guy, Miles Sanders at 12. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Carson at 13. Kenyon Drake at 14, and then I round out the top 15 with a bit of a surprise in Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Mm. Um, you did bring up, uh, you know, do we have a, a, a top 15 or do we have a rookie in our top 15? And I and I threw him in there. Yeah. Um, some of the names that I didn't include uh, Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, Melvin Gordon. The reason I didn't include Mixon in there is because he already has stated that he is willing to hold out. Um, I think if he, you know, who knows what's going to happen this year with with training camps and and whatnot. You know, they just released a schedule for the year today. um, But who knows if we're going to start, you know, in September. Um, But I'm not I'm not going to put Mixon in my top 15 if he's already talking about holding out in a season where 
you know, what does that even look like? So he's one that if he does show up to, to many camps or, or OTAs or whatever, or if he does get a deal that I'll probably slot him in there and right after the top 10 or maybe with, maybe within the top 10. Um, and then Gurley Bell, uh, Gordon, some standouts that have been stud running backs within the last, you know, three to five years. Um, I think, I think some of the mileage is starting to add up on some of them. And we talked about Gurley yesterday and he's only 25, but it seems like he's been in the league for so long. Um, the guy I want to briefly talk about is, uh, Austin Eckler. I just, I don't know what to do with him. And I slotted him at 11. He ended the year at, what was it? Six last year. Um, Austin Eckler ended the year at four. You have him at four. Okay. Gotcha. I know there's different formats, but, um, yeah, full PPR. Yeah. He's four. And the reason why he was all the way up there is he had 108 targets, almost a thousand yards receiving. Uh, he was second in the league running back wise in, in receiving yards. And he led the league in receiving touchdowns eight and all three of those things. I do not think he'll be able to replicate mainly because I just don't know what this chargers offense is going to look like, whether it's under Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert. The defense should be better this year, which means that they shouldn't need to be throwing to the running back as often. Uh, I think this team, even without Phillip Rivers, might be a little bit better just because of injuries uh, that that defense had last year that completely depleted literally almost the entire defense. Um, So I I don't think we're going to see Eckler get so much work in the pass game. And if you're playing in full PBR, he's going to take a hit there. However, he had 132 carries, only 500 rushing yards, 557, and three touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. I think we could see those numbers increase probably by a lot because yeah. Melvin Gordon's gone. And, you know, Melvin Gordon wasn't there half the year, but there's really no no competition you know justin jackson was kind of a name he didn't really do much when given the opportunity so i could see his receiving numbers go down but i can see his rushing numbers go way up um and so i don't think he'll replicate a top five um year but i have him at 11 i could easily see him in the top 10 i could easily see him falling out of the top 20 um because it, it just seemed like just such a fluke um, you know, 11 touchdowns, especially eight on the receiving side. I don't think that can be replicable, as I said. So I'm having a tough time with him. I threw him in at number 11. I know you have some reservations about him as, mm-hmm. as we always try to keep this one short. Um, you know, I'll let you talk about him and anybody else, but that's the one I'm having a tough time with. Yeah. So, um, my top 15, we have the same top five, um, just different order. I actually have Zeke at number one, uh, Kamara, oh, wow. I mean, Chris McCaffrey at two. Kamara three, Dalvin Cook four, Saquon at five. And then uh, six through 10, I have Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Todd Gurley, Derrick Henry. And then 11 to 15, I have Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, Austin Eckler, and Le'Veon Bell. Um, One surprise for you probably that I did not include is Kenyon Drake. Um, (laughs) You love Drake. I know I do, yeah. But he would probably be uh, one of the ones that I – would see obviously popping in here um, as things change and will change. You know, I could be off on 90% of these, um, 
I could see him getting into the top 15, uh, top 10. I've always said he's an extreme talent, uh, but there's a lot of, um, you know, he hasn't really handed a full workload. A lot of his production production did come in a few games, um, mm-hmm. which does show, though, how explosive he can be. So through an entire year, we just need to kind of see what that looks like. So the uncertainty is there for me. And then um, Leonard Fournette is one that I can see going – um, I have him low, I think, at 12. He was seven last year, and he scored three touchdowns. So there's just there needs to be more touchdowns. And mm-hmm. we, I talked about before that um, Chris Thompson is coming on, and he's a great pass-catching back, so that will eat into his target share. But making up points with um, touchdowns, I think he can do that as well. So uh, he's one that I can see sliding up. And then as far as rookies coming in here, um, I think – Maybe J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, um, I could see it. Mark Ingram. I don't even have him in my top 15, and he probably deserves to be in there. Um, but, you know, he's he now has this rookie um, that's coming in on this extremely run-heavy offense, clearly, where there seems to be room if they – maybe they don't want um, Jackson running as much. And, I mean, what's going to stop him from doing that? But having another – great back is going to is going to help alleviate some of his rushing there so that's kind of my top 15 um and then do you see any massive discrepancies in mine i know for me for yours i would say the kansas city chiefs rookie mm-hmm. i don't obviously don't have him in there and then your biggest one for me i assume would be the todd Gurley call at number nine yeah i, and I think the clyde edwards hilaire is just based off of situation mm-hmm um, I don't think Damian Williams really showed much to to kind of guarantee that he's going to hold on to that starting spot. He finished the year, and he dealt with a lot of he dealt with injuries and you know sharing the backfield as well. But I mean, under five hundred carries, you know, yeah. thirty targets. It's it's nice for the amount of games that he played. Um, but I think. You know, Andy Reid's already compared Clyde edwards helaire to Brian Westbrook, who is probably one of the best backs Andy Reid has ever had in his coaching career. And I think he has the tools to be a three-down back. Um, And and the few games I watched him play with LSU. And it's really situational. Um, I think if you're going to draft someone in the first round of the NFL draft, especially with it being a running back, you're going to use them. Um, so maybe he'll have a slow start a la maybe Miles Sanders last year, but I think he'll pick it up towards the middle to end of the year. If he can stay healthy, um, I think he can do something similar to what Sanders did, who ended up finishing right around running back 15 last year. Um, you know, and, and Sanders wasn't in a high powered offense like Clyde will be. So, um, that's obviously the optimistic approach. I think that's a name that's going to be creeping up draft boards all all year, just just because it's like the great unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Gurley. We talked about Gurley yesterday. I have him at sixteen. If we would have if we would have done top sixteen, I would have had Gurley there. So not far off. Schedule did come out today, and we might have a pod on that. But I, I did see some quick remarks from some fantasy experts saying that uh, Atlanta has one of the toughest. Um, schedules for the upcoming mm-hmm. year and you know that's that's hard to predict at this point yeah. like who knows that's yeah. that's pretty stupid but 
it is a factor that you do have to think about because all these guys are so close to each other in value. So every little, you know, indicator will, will help you help me make a decision. I just think Gurley was right outside that. Yeah. And then uh, just to end it here, I want to uh, bring up a sleeper possibly for Jacksonville running back rookie named James Robinson. Uh, There was a analyst who said Clyde Edwards Hilaire would be a day three guy if he didn't play for LSU. He's not better than James Robinson. So he's a deep sleeper, possibly. Say Leonard Fournette gets hurt or whatever happens with him gets traded. Who knows what's going to happen? So say something arises with Leonard Fournette, uh, maybe James Robinson emerges as their running back. And if an analyst is saying that he is one of the better guys, that just was overlooked. Um, and then maybe Clyde Edwards Hilaire was just in a great on a great team, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's going to a great team. So, you know, that the fit is perfect for that. Um, so just want to put that out there. James Robinson, potential sleeper. That name sort of way. Yeah, he's 5'10, 220. So he's a big boy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> keep that sort of way. Anything cool. else, Jack? Um really quickly, give me like a minute on Josh Jacobs. Why do you have him so high? I mean, I had him at what I have at nine, you have him at six, so not much of a difference, yeah. but so He's things that we upper echelon there for you. Yeah. So things that we had mentioned, uh, I know we have been texting with, you know, one of our buddies, Peter, um, kind of what we, you know, you were poking fun, like, you know, he didn't catch a lot or, uh, that, but Peter said that's going to increase. So what the owner said was that they wanted to take him slow year one. Um, they want to make sure he's good at, uh, blocking, Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to put a lot on his plate and what he was able to do with stack boxes, no wide receivers on his team, uh, I think was pretty remarkable for being a rookie and being able to do that. Um, I also think now with them drafting um, the wide receivers, they did the speed, you know, the super speedy ones that they're going to clear out the box and then they're going to be giving him more responsibility now with catching the ball. They do still have Jalen Richard um, who catches too, but Josh Jacobs is just so much more explosive. I think this is a, a year that he could break out even more, um, given it's his second year, comfortable with the offense, giving more responsibility, more opportunity, better team, improved offense. So I think all around, it could be a, a much better situation for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, I mean, those those receiving numbers, they have to at least double. Yeah. Um, which is not, not asking a lot. Like, he could definitely mm-hmm. do that. They just didn't use him in that way, so. Yeah. Yeah, he's got potential. Yeah, top five guy, potentially. Yep. That's it. That's our top 15 in 15 minutes. Nice. Perfect. Sweet. See you guys.